his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, WTIC-FM and WTIC.com. Aaron Kupek with you this Sunday morning, and we are pleased to be joined by Randy Fiveash, Director of the State Office of Tourism. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Aaron. How are you this morning? I am well, thank you. Great. So, tis the season. We have Memorial Day coming up, which is the unofficial kickoff to the summer tourism season. And uh, what does it look like? Uh, give us a, a read for the the season ahead for Connecticut. Well, you know, it's uh, it, it looks like a good uh, looks like a good season coming up. You know, we've had a we've had a good season so far. Uh, the weather, of course, the winter, you know, has been kind of crazy up and down, but. But uh, the uh, the spring so far has uh, uh, has been has been good. Uh, there's been actually uh, we, we kind of gauge things a little bit, um, you know, by what uh, what some of the national folks say. And there's been some uh, some some reports that have been uh, done by AAA, for example, that tell us that uh, 88 million Americans will take family trips this year. And three quarters of them, 73% of the families are planning a vacation. They're seeking uh, various things like new experiences and, and opportunities for sightseeing and relaxation. Uh, so Connecticut is really uh, poised to have a, all of those kinds of things that American vacationers are looking for. And those obviously people that are coming to Connecticut looking for a vacation for us. When you try to attract out-of-state visitors, what geographic area do you try to pull from? Yeah, that's a great question because um, we we try to uh, we, we try to get where where those people are are most likely to come, obviously to, to Connecticut, and that is the New York New York area, uh, the New Jersey area, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, if we can expand our marketing some to the Philadelphia area, we do that. Depending on budget, uh, the Boston area, Rhode Island, Springfield, uh, and and that area through there. So, but mainly the New York area and the Boston area are key market areas, and we, we're we're poised uh, to be. We, we tell people a lot of times that our greatest benefit, one of our greatest benefits, being in Connecticut, uh, is that we're we're right in the middle between uh, between uh, Boston and New York. One of the most difficult things, however, is that we're between Boston and New York, and that's because the media markets are so expensive there in both markets. So, uh, but but that's where we uh, that's where we market to. It's important to try to get make sure we can do as much in both of those markets because that's where the people are. How big a business is tourism in Connecticut? Yeah, it's a big, big, big business. Most people don't realize that uh, Connecticut's tourism business is a fourteen point seven billion dollar industry. In Connecticut, it generates $1.7 billion in tax revenues. So when we talk about, we hear about all the all the things during this particular season, which is uh, legislative season, we hear a lot of talk about budgets and taxes and such. Uh, it's a it's a great generator of taxes at 1.7 billion, 930 million of of that 
uh, is state and local taxes. So it's a serious amount of tax revenue. Uh, Jobs is 121,000 Connecticut citizens, Connecticut uh, residents that are employed by uh, by by in, in the tourism industry. So it's a big big business in our state. Give us an idea of what some of the businesses are that we're talking about when you when you calculate that huge number related to tourism. Thinking hotels and things like that, but also businesses people might not be aware of. Well, you know there there are because if we look at uh, if we look at tourism and and for example within that hundred and twenty one thousand. Uh, jobs there are eighty three thousand of those that are direct jobs. For, for example, uh, if you look at hotels or attractions, uh, those kinds of jobs are, are what we call direct jobs, and that means that people that are directly employed by those that are, that are in that work in hotels that that um, <clork> that work in in a tra- work at attractions or work at uh, those uh, those uh, places art 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 uh, museums those kinds of things. Uh, indirect jobs, which are make up the rest of those 121,000 jobs, are jobs that are in the tourism industry that may, may people may not think about. Those jobs that are the uh, linen suppliers to the hotels, maybe, or the beverage suppliers to the restaurants, or some of those other kinds of things that people don't really realize that <clears throat> they, too, are actually in the tourism industry. So uh, a lot of places that, uh, you know, bed and breakfast is – uh, that, are, that are all across the state. The shops, they're in the small towns, on the small town uh, uh, streets downtown uh, in, in all of the places around Connecticut. All over are in the tourism industry. You mentioned state budget constraints. How has that uh, affected your your marketing and your outreach efforts? You're housed within the Department of Economic and Community Development. Have you had to economize? Well, we have had to economize. Uh, for example... Uh, in 2012 uh, and 2012-13, uh, our budget was uh, was $15 million. Uh, marketing budget was $15 million. This past year, or the year we're in now, is $6.4 million. So uh, we've had to, and coming up this next year, uh, if the legislature, depending on what the legislature does that's in session now, our budget could be $4.1 million, which is a significant drop from that $15 million, if you can imagine. So if you look at what businesses, any business out there that may be listening today, uh, if they have a marketing budget, if they do marketing, they will understand what they could do differently, have to do differently. They had a larger budget marketing-wise and a smaller budget. So we have to economize. What we have to do is make sure that we do the best we can with with the money that we have available. So we have to make sure that we find the most economic and effect, economy and economically and effective ways uh, to market. So this year, for example, uh, we've we like last year have done a t- totally digital campaign. We're doing a lot of video marketing, a lot of different kind of ways. So we have had to economize, but at the same time, we we have to find the most effective ways, and we've been extremely effective in doing that econ- economically effective way. I remember years ago. There used to be all these forms you could fill out in the back of the road atlas to send away for these nice glossy brochures from right. tourism districts and states and get maps and everything. Has the way people research their vacations changed over the years? Yeah, it, it really has. It's it's. I've been in the business a long time, over twenty five years, and 
and um, and and the way we did business and marketed 25 years ago, ten, even 10 years ago, really, uh, has has seriously changed. Um, it's it's uh, the majority of the people uh, out there, travelers, do their research on the internet. Uh, they do it and they do it uh, uh, on, you know, obviously online, and so uh, so we have a robust. Uh, uh, make sure that we have a robust uh, website that uh, ctvisit.com. And our ctvisit.com uh, had over, uh, you know, over five million uh, hits last year uh, on our uh, visitors on our website, uh, and so it, it's an amazing way that people that people uh, plan their vacations, and people do this nationally, they do it internationally, uh, so it's a it's a serious difference in the way they plan their travel. They don't they don't they don't look for too many brochures anymore. We still have brochures and such out there. I don't want to lead anybody to believe that we don't. Uh, but the way they tr- plan their travel is totally different. Is there a certain type of consumer that you are marketing to in particular? Well, we we are still a um, we are still a, a family destination uh, primarily, uh, which is great because uh, we will we will uh, families come to Connecticut year round. Uh, different 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 seasons attract different. Uh, um, uh, uh, different groups of, of, of travelers, however. The fall, for example, attracts more couples and uh, different kind of family units. Um, so we get more in the winter and the fall, uh, get family, get, uh, get the couples coming in. They'll come to the bed and breakfasts and the, and the, the uh, and, uh, attractions, that, that way, the indoor attractions. Um, the summertime is obviously, spring and summer is obviously a family season for us. So it is a great time to, uh, to to break out all of the run all the stops for the families that come in during the during the spring and summer. So a lot of great opportunities for for families. What are some of the the top attractions in Connecticut? Would you say? Well, you know, there's there's a lot of great attractions in Connecticut. It just kind of depends on what what travelers want to do. You can start with obviously uh, the larger attractions down in the Mystic area with Mystic Aquarium, uh, Mystic Seaport. Um, the, the Maritime Aquarium down in Norwalk, the the uh, the, the great um, uh, uh, the, the the Science Center in, in Hartford, um, and then you've got uh, you got the the trails, the the, um, the 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 Arts Trail, the Beer Trail, the Wine Trail, the Antiques Trail, um, and then you've got all the great um, uh, the Yale Museum of Art. You know, so it's a great abundance of the kinds of things. Uh, that uh, that you have, and then you've got uh, you've got the beaches and and the kind of the great outdoor attractions like like uh, like the, the lake compounds and Quasi uh, Park, and so there's so much to see and do. It just kind of depends on the uh, the, the the traveler's uh, preferences what they really want to do. And some new attractions as well, including Powder Ridge Mountain Park. So not only skiing at Powder Ridge, but also summer activities. You know, it, it is just what Powder Ridge has done uh, with their property there is just incredible. Powder Ridge Mountain Park, which is in Middlefield, uh, they're offering uh, new mountain biking uh, trails, uh, kayaking, zip lining, obstacle courses uh, as well as year-round year-round skiing they got year-round skiing if you can imagine that it's just terrific down there what they've done is just incredible people need to try that out adventure park uh, at stores uh, has unveiled six new zip lining trails one of the things that we're finding out here in, uh, in nationally and and uh, and, uh, and here in connecticut uh, is that the outdoor adventure 
is just huge, huge kind of travel now, especially with millennial travel is just absolutely huge. Foxwoods has gotten into the uh, high flyer zip line experience business. They've got they're open a new high, uh, the high flyer zip line, which is a, a company that's latest thrill tower installation, which is two other rides, which is incredible. Uh, Quasi amusement park in Middlebury celebrating its 110th anniversary with the opening of a new three. Uh, three new water rides. And then finally, Passport to Parks program, which is terrific with our state parks, uh, with valid, uh, gives residents with valid Connecticut driver's license access to all the state parks for free, which is brand new this year. So it's just terrific. You are listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Randy Fiveash, director of the Connecticut Office of Tourism. It, it seems there is a, a trend in the tourism industry where People really are interested in experiences, maybe spending more money on going on a nice trip as opposed to a new flat screen TV for their house. <laughs> is there an opportunity for Connecticut there? Yeah, it really is. And, and you're exactly right. And it, the, the, the kind of traveler now is really looking for, we call it experiential travel. And the kind of traveler now is really looking for experiential travel. They're looking for something to do. They want to be a part of it. They want to be a part of the of the of the experience. Uh, it used to be years ago where we called them windshield travelers, and people just wanted to go and see pretty things and nice things and look at it and say, "Okay, I did that and I took a picture of it and I went home." Now they want to really be a part of it. We talked about the things like zip lining and outdoor adventure and those kinds of things, but they also the things like uh, uh, and we've got some great opportunities like the Connecticut Arts Trail, for example. Uh, they've added new museums and uh, to the to the hist- and here, historical sites. Twenty one total. Uh, Mystic Seaport has got a science, a myth, and mystery, uh, which is a, a Vinland map saga exhibit. There, they can really get in there and, fit and see all the history about uh, Mystic Seaport. Um, uh, the Beardsley Zoo is the experience. What the Beardsley Zoo is all about It's just a phenomenal place down there. The beer and wine trails. They are just uh, phenomenal. Uh, it's just uh, so those kinds of experiences and getting into what Connecticut is all about is really, is really. We have a, some great opportunities here. You talked about the beer and wine trails. Are you seeing growth in so-called agritourism? You know, we are uh, because of the beer and wine trails. Uh, the and and people that want to go want to do the farm to table uh, experiences. Outdoor dining is extremely important. Uh, here and so we're getting more people that are that are wanting to ex- go to the farms to experience what's happening. Uh, Lyman Orchards has, has led the way for many years. For example, they're a great example of those kinds of things. And uh, and so people want they they want to pick their own uh, pick their own fruit. And uh, for example, and pick their own apples. It's been Connecticut is certainly known for for great apple picking. So they, they really want to be a part, again, experience that part of it, not just go to the grocery store and buy their apples, for example, or buy their fruit. They want to they go experience it and, and pick their own, at least see where it has been there and go to the farmer's market and, and, uh, or go to one of the farms and, uh, and, and, and pick it so, or, or buy it there. Coming up next month is Connecticut Open House Day. Tell us about that. Connecticut Open House Day is, uh, is always the second Saturday in, uh, in June. And it really kicks off our summer season. It's uh, Saturday, June the 9th. Uh, more than 200 attractions across the state are participating this year. 
They're offering free or discounted admission and special offers. And, and what it is is a great opportunity for residents to become a tourist in their own backyard. We, we started, um, we started um, uh, 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 Open House Day a number of years ago, and basically what it was for was for the, for the Connecticut residents to really get out, see what's in their own backyard, and, and the main purpose of it was not only for the residents to see what was in their own backyard, but was for them to be able to know so that when they had family and friends come to visit, then they could go and they would know where to take their family and friends. So we know from all the research that we do that the number one reason people come to Connecticut and most places in, in the country, most, most research will tell you, most, the first, first reason people come is to visit family and relatives and family and friends. And so that's the reason why we started Open House Day, and, and it gives the residents a good opportunity to know what's, what's there. Beyond marketing to the tourist from another state, make the sales pitch to the person living in Connecticut that they should staycation or a vacation here. There are so many things that people who have lived here all their lives haven't experienced. Yeah. The, what the resident is going to find is that if they just, number one, if they get out in their own backyard or the things that are on in their backyard, they're going to find so many opportunities that are, that, they have un, that are undiscovered. They're going to find whatever their passion is, whatever their, uh, whatever their like is, whatever their family desire is from a vacation experience or a day long or weekend long, whatever it may be. Uh, they're going to find it here in Connecticut. They don't have to go to another state. They don't have to go to another uh, another opportunity. They don't have to get on an airplane, go in the car, and stay for ten hours in the car to to go to, uh, to to go. They can go to beaches. They can go to attractions. They can go uh, to they can go they go shopping. They can go to water parks. They can go if it's the summertime or the wintertime or whatever. They can ski. They can go. If it's a fall, for example, you don't have to go any further north than Connecticut to find extremely beautiful foliage, fall foliage. Uh, and so it's just a matter of getting out, seeing what's around them. You're going to find some terrifically undiscovered and beautiful and wonderful opportunities. Have you done research? Do you have numbers on the split from in-state versus out-of-state visitors? Uh, yeah, we have on our, on our website – and it's a it's about it's about even you know it's about even on our, the the people that come to our website, and from from a visitor standpoint, it's about that as well. So so we we do have uh, we when the research shows that it's about it's about split fifty fifty, which is terrific for us, which is terrific for a state like like Connecticut. People want to stay here. They want to do the they want to do the the staycations, if you will. They want to uh, they want to go to the uh, to go to the uh, attractions they want to uh, they want to visit and so many of the attractions in the state they do special offers for 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 residents and discounts and those kinds of things not only for open house day which we're doing uh, but they do it year round beyond open house day what other special events are coming up this summer that people should be aware of the food experiences for example uh, uh, hummock island oyster farm in, in uh, westport is offering oyster boat tours, shucking lessons, and tasting experiences. The uh, the Connecticut Beer and Wine Trails are hosting events all summer long, uh, and the state's uh, famous uh, lobster and crab shacks like Abbott's and and Noak, and the Lobster Landing in Clinton will be open uh, for business. So there, this just a couple of examples, but there are so many things just all over the state that are happening. 
Talk a little more about your website and what is available there if folks are trying to plan a vacation. Well, the website is is a uh, is a great opportunity for people to uh, to to find out everything there is to know and do and see in uh, Connecticut. There are over four thousand uh, business tra- tourism attractions, accommodations, and restaurants. Uh, on the website, uh, including more information about cities and towns and what's available in those cities and towns. Um, there are itineraries, suggested uh, getaway itineraries, and travel stories for visitors that are looking for uh, ideas and experiences and such. A calendar of events so people will know what's happening over the next month or on into the next year. Uh, one, one great thing about the website is there are individual pages. Each one of our partners uh, we call them partners, the businesses, attractions. I have individual partner pages where you can click on that page and you can find everything about that that page of that partner uh, from from what's going on there to pictures to their website to uh, their Facebook page or Twitter site, all of the kinds of things. Uh, their trip advisor, so you can find out what's happening from a trip advisor standpoint. Uh, so so kind of the final final thing, or there are a lot of things about the website, ctvisit.com. Um, but one of the great things about it is you can, at the bottom of each page, you'll find a section called While You're in the Neighborhood, which is terrific, one of my very favorite things about our website. On each page, you'll find not only the, all the attraction. let's say you're going to Mystic Aquarium. At the bottom of the Mystic Aquarium site, you'll find something that says While You're in the Neighborhood, and all of the, uh, the major things that are around there, like hotels, other attractions, uh, bed and breakfasts, maybe all the other kinds of things that are in that neighborhood are listed down there, and you can click on those and find out the other things you can do while after you've visited Mystic Aquarium. So you are not originally from Connecticut. How could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> what was your first clue? <laughs> Does that give you an edge in marketing our state versus someone who has lived here all their lives? Well, you know, it really it really does. Two things. One is I'm not I'm not from here, so I think it gives me the edge. The other thing is that I've been in the business a long time, so I've I've been uh, and represented a lot of other destinations. So uh, so th- those two things, but from not being here and not being from here, gives, does give me, I think, a great, uh, a, a great advantage. And and here's the reason: when I first moved here, um, I, I knew and I wanted to come here. I made the conscious choice to come to Connecticut, obviously, and it was a great, a great choice for my wife and me. But um, I found very quickly that Connecticut had such a great, wide diversity of tourism destinations and tourism opportunities for such a small state and so that that really i I knew a lot about connecticut but i've never i've never lived here obviously so it it made it made a great impact on me as a as an out of stater out of towner if you will and so i knew that if it could make the states because i'm from georgia originally so if i knew that if it could make that kind of impact on me from not being here that it, that I had the opportunity to, to 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 do that for other travelers as well. So so it uh, it does it it's a it's a it's a great New England experience, which is you know all the I love the lighthouses, the bed and breakfasts, the small town greens, the all of the you know the the small white town the small white uh, steeple churches in the small towns. I love that New England experience. 
but I also love the great great attractions and the, the the Yale Museum of Art and all those kinds of things here too, and the entertainment, the uh, the theaters and uh, the, the original plays that are at good speed and all the other kinds of things. So it's just a terrific. Plus, I live I love being close to both cities, and it's such a great opportunity. He is Randy Fiveash, director of the Connecticut Office of Tourism. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, thanks for having me. Good to see you. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.